I think that this, this is really something that becomes very subconscious because humans are really built for resistance, actually. In the evolutionary process, our bodies and our minds, we love homeostasis because when we get comfortable, that means we're safe. And so overriding that can be really, really difficult when you are really wanting to make big changes in your life. And it's really likely what keeps us in that state. But that's where that's what causes the suffering. Dismissing the, the pain of change is actually compounding it. And keeping you in suffering. And honestly, if I could choose a superpower, acceptance would be what I would choose mm. because it is so difficult. It, it's simple, but it's not easy. Not easy in any way. Welcome to the Vegan Life Coach Podcast, where we coach you to coach yourself. And now it's time to become plan empowered with your co hosts. 25-year vegan Ella Majors and mindset master Stephanie Aguilar. Hey, hey, Empowered Vegan Lifers. Ella here with my co-host. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Ella. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, and I'm really glad my mom's doing well because she called me just an hour ago stuck in the elevator. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I had the same reaction. i I couldn't help but kind of laugh, but I know she was panicking because yeah. she's like, she's like, this is my worst nightmare, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I can only imagine. I know. I know for a fact she used the self-empowerment coaching system to get herself through it. Well, you yes. Yes. <laughs> You'd have to. It, was she by herself? She was by herself. Yeah. So I said, that's what that little red button's for, right? So she's like, yeah, do I press it? I'm like, yes, press it. And sure enough, the intercom, it, it like rang and then somebody came on the intercom and I think they ended up calling 911 and they came and, and had to get her out. But but that really is, you know, something that's never happened to me, but something that is, is really scary to think about. It really is. You know, I got stuck in an elevator at work once, uh-huh. but I was with a lot of people and I wish I had been alone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's so funny when you when you asked if she was alone. I thought you were thinking, "Oh, I hope she's with somebody." But actually, <laughs> I was actually thinking, "Oh, good thing she's alone." <laughs> oh my gosh, that makes perfect sense though now that you say that. Oh my goodness, I'd rather be alone too. So, is she okay? Is she's she- okay. Okay. Yes, yes, she's out. She's off on her walk. She's doing fine. But I was like you, I, I kind of had to hold back my, my laughter. And I was like, why am I laughing? This isn't really funny. I would be freaking out a little bit too. Um, right, right. But, you know, the, the elevator wasn't, you know, falling. It was just stuck. I think that lots of people do this, but I think my laugh wasn't so much. It's funny. It's just like, how does this happen? First thing in the morning, and, <laughs> you know, what, what did you do? And but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad she's good. Yeah. What's up with you? You know, the girls and I took a spontaneous road trip this weekend. Ooh, I like this. Tell I me know. more. I know. You know, I used to do this a lot. I would just kind of take off in my, I've always been kind of a wanderer, but when I became a mom, that kind of stopped. Oh. And so we took off and we just picked a direction. We didn't pick a place. We just picked a direction and we went south. We found a cider mill 
That was so fun. And we had apple cider and we played lawn games. They had all these lawn games out. And so we played lawn checkers and connect four and. How cool. Yeah. Cornhole. Yes. Cornhole. Yes. (laughs) I'm a cornhole fan. I know. I love it. I love it. And then we found a beach on a lake and we found a bookstore and we just, yeah, we just had a great time. Did you stay the night or just a day trip? We did. So Alex's request, her one request was that she wanted to stay <laughs> at a shady motel. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. Well, I don't know really how to find one, I, but we did happen on one that thankfully looked shady on the outside, but was very clean and nice <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. Yes. Mom. Yes. There was I don't know. There was not a lot of illegal activity going on. I don't think. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, Alex. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> no. What a weird request. Yes, she is. Oh my goodness. Well, she guess is. what I got in the mail. What? I want to give a couple shout outs, if that's all right. Of course. Number one, the plant-based athlete. Yes. Game-changing approach to peak performance by Matt Frazier and Robert Cheek. I got nice. my copy. Robert sent me a copy and I just started reading it. I have not finished, admittedly. I love the cover. I love the colors. I just think it's done so well. And I know that they're all over the place. They're on Rich Roll podcast. Yes. They've been making the rounds and, you know, they're incredibly talented, special people. So I'm I'm really honored that they send me the book and can't wait to read it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got one more. Compliments of Chef AJ. <gasps> Oh, I got, yes, California balsamic, got seven herb Italian balsamic and curry balsamic. She recommended these two specifically. So she sent me them and I'm about to try them today. I'm so excited. She uses balsamic a lot. And this is something that she, she promotes and sends out as gifts. So I love that. I'm, oh, I'm anxious for you to tell me what you think. Yeah, I don't know if it's the no, I think the bottle's clear, but it it looks different than other balsamics. I don't know if it's the herbs or or what, but but yeah, okay. I will let you know. I will yeah, let you know. Absolutely. I love her roasted vegetable, balsamic roasted vegetables. I make those all the time. That's her, uh, her recipe. recipe. Oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, you guys, if I'm sure everybody, most of you know Chef AJ by now, but she's at salt oil sugar free recipes. Uh, and she's got lots of books and YouTube show, and she's all over the place. Yes. And if you haven't watched, I don't know if she's, I, I think she's proud of her appearance on Johnny Carson. Have you I didn't seen know that? This. No. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. If you haven't seen YouTube, Chef AJ on Johnny Carson, you're going to die. Oh no, I need to see it. Oh, it's hilarious. This is her much, uh, much younger before she lost all that weight and, and really got into the field of nutrition. It's a trip. She's just a trip. I love, I love Chef AJ. How exciting. Well, shall we get into today's topic, which was your suggestion today and you are leading the show, which I'm so excited about. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about shifting from resistance to acceptance today. And I think this is such an important topic because this is one of those things that we can allow to creep into our lives that is very, very subconscious. Mm -hmm. 
I want to start by defining resistance because I think that's a that's a really good place to start. The dictionary defines it as the refusal to accept or comply with something and to attempt to prevent something by action or argument. And so if you really think about that, when we resist, we're really holding very firmly to what we want the truth to be in our lives. And I think that that's a really important distinction because we want the truth to be different than it actually is. And it's really arguing with reality, Mm. which of course is futile, right? And when we spend our energy wishing something was different, what we're doing is wasting all of our time. You know, we waste all of that energy in that thought process and that wishing that something is different. Man, energy is, you know, something we talk about so often. Yes. And and I really think it's super powerful when you talk about where your energy is going, because that energy is time and energy, our most precious resources, right? Yeah. And I always just think about, you know, when we get to the end of our lives, looking back and kind of analyzing, what did I spend my energy on? I think that's a huge motivator to create change like you're talking about today. Yeah, absolutely. And if we are spending that energy in resistance, then we're spending it in a place where it is not going to be productive, mm-hmm. you know? And then at the end of the end of the day, you're like, why am I so tired? Well, this is part of it. So here's some really practical examples of where you might be finding resistance, hitting the snooze button a hundred times, you know? You're wishing reality was different than it actually is. You know, you wanted to get up at seven. You're hitting the snooze button till eight. Yeah, it's time to get up. Another one, comparing yourself to others, you know, wishing you had their legs or their personality or their money, you know, that endless list, that's part of resistance. You're resisting your own reality and dismissing it, getting angry about a traffic jam, making you late from work. Road rage. Road rage. Yeah, exactly. And then worrying about things that are completely out of your control, spending all of that time trying to prepare for something that you can't prepare for and therefore resisting the reality that you're actually in. And then distracting yourself from negative emotions, a Netflix binge with a bag of Doritos, going on endless dates or finding a new crush after a breakup, you know, distracting yourself from feeling those feelings, just saying simply, reality isn't the way I want it to be. And so I'm going to resist that and create something that will distract me from from what that reality is. And that's something I think almost everybody can relate to in one way or another. Yes. Right. Yes. But we do work with a lot of quote emotional eaters. Right. And it really does come down to let me run away from the feelings I'm having because I don't know what to do with them. Right. And I think about our client, Wendy. And Wendy, I think, mentioned this during the panel. You know, one of the sessions that we were having, one of the group sessions, she had this big aha moment and it was about road rage. Mm -hmm. She was talking about, why do I get upset about this? What is it that is making me upset about this traffic jam or, or having to drive this far and this person wants to pass me on the right or whatever it happened to be for Mm her? And that is exactly where she was living was in this resistance rather than acceptance. A thousand percent. That was, I believe that was episode 59. If you guys have not uh, listened to that episode yet, so powerful. Definitely, definitely check that out because you will hear from real life 
clients who have have been where you are and have gone through the process that we're teaching you in this podcast and uh, you get to see where they ended up. So super yeah. interesting. Yeah. And it was interesting how her realization about a traffic jam really filtered into the rest of her life Yeah, because she saw this resistance piece as being very vital to everything else that she was experiencing. Does, yeah. does resistance and attachment would you say those are related? I think they can be. I think that, you know, our attachment styles and we could do a whole other episode on that, you know, but I think that when we form very quick attachments to people, that is sort of that resistance to figuring things out for yourself, being Mm -hmm. alone, being avoidant of attachments is the same way, you know, saying to yourself, okay, the reality is that I need to be connected with others, but resisting that reality. And that's, that's kind of where you you're living is that you're, you're pretending that resistance is going to change your reality when it actually only makes things harder. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that this, this is really something that becomes very subconscious because humans are really built for resistance. Actually, in the evolutionary process, our bodies and our minds, we love homeostasis because when we get comfortable, that means we're safe. And so overriding that can be really, really difficult when you are really wanting to make big changes in your life. And it's really likely what keeps us in that state, but that's where, that's what causes the suffering. Dismissing the the pain of change is actually compounding it and keeping you in suffering. And honestly, if I could choose a superpower, acceptance would be what I would choose Mm. because it is so difficult. It's simple, but it's not easy. Not easy in any way. Mm, I wonder what I would choose. I haven't. I, the first thing I think about the Buddhist philosophies on attachment is why why I asked, and I think yeah. a, a whole episode on attachment would be would be Absolutely. great. Let's do that. All right, so let's move to acceptance. Let's make our shift. So let's define acceptance. The dictionary says it's an act of receiving something offered and a willingness to tolerate a difficult or unpleasant situation. If you're taking notes, write in big letters, act, because that is really an important word because we think about acceptance as being a resignation, Mm -hmm. but really it's not giving up. Mm -hmm. It is not condoning. It isn't even liking or enjoying at all. It is active. It is a practice. It's a choice to allow the reality to flow rather than being resistant to it. That's so beautiful. The way you just put that is is really enlightening and and beautifully put. You know, I think part of the reason that we resist acceptance is because we think it's laying down and it's not an empowering place mm-hmm. when actually it is the most empowering place. Mm-hmm. Understanding that reality just is and there's a way through it if you don't like it, that's empowerment. That's empowerment. And I think it's a really important part of mindfulness. If we mindfully engage in what is, what is happening, what we're doing, what we're moving through, and we do that without judgment of ourselves or the situation, we have a place to come from where we're acting rather than simply laying down and surrendering. Why is acceptance really important in the change process? 
Now, you know, I have a psychology background, so I, I got to give props to the people that have influenced me. Carl Jung, big influence on, on the way that I practice. He says, we must accept what we want to change. Mm-hmm. And I know that you say this too. We cannot make changes from a place of resistance. We have to make them from a place of acceptance. Oh my gosh. Yes. We talk about this with weight loss all the time. All the time. All the time. And that's what makes our, our programs so different. It's because we do come from that place of saying, hey, just because you're accepting yourself and your body just as it is, doesn't mean you can't also want to change it. Exactly. In fact, it is a key component to changing it. Because if you live outside of that acceptance, if you live in that state of resistance, you can't look at yourself honestly. You cannot start from a place where reality is and and then make a plan based on that reality and not on what we really wish was the reality. You know, you think about this with weight loss programs that promise that you're going to lose massive amounts of weight in this short amount of time. That's resistance. Because when we're doing that, we're not setting ourselves up for long-term success. We are saying we don't accept the reality the way it is. We want it to be different. Yeah. And it's proven. I mean, there are over 80% of people who gain or who lose weight uh, on a diet or something extreme like that, uh, gain it all back and then some. Right. It's, I mean, it's been proven. And we talked about this a minute ago, but I have to emphasize it. Acceptance empowers us to make the next move. So again, it's very active. Acceptance is an active practice. All right. So let's talk about how to move from resistance into acceptance. How do we do it? Let's, let's get the strategy. Eckhart Tolle says, accept, then act. Whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you've chosen it. Mm. Always work with it and not against it. I think that's beautiful. Such a big mindset component there. If we simply say, I don't like these circumstances, but I'm going to act like I chose these circumstances. I'm going to act like this is, this is the life that I've chosen. I'm going to act like this is the body that I've chosen. And from there, we can act. I think that's amazing. It doesn't get more empowering than that. No, it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. It's such a key mind, mindset shift yeah. in this. When you can come from a place where you know that you can make choices, that's, that's where it's at, really. Yes. So here's the other things that I would do. And I would write these down if you're, if you're writing things down, if you're taking notes. Ask yourself some questions because awareness is the key to, to moving into acceptance. And I've got five questions to ask. What is the impact of resistance in this situation? And that's really a, a good check of where you're spending your energy. Are you spending it in that resistance state? And when you become aware of that, then you can start to, to move yourself into acceptance. Second, am I engaging in the behavior of resistance? What am I actually doing Am I arguing with reality? Am I wishing? Am I worrying? Am I comparing? Am I just flat out refusing to accept the reality? Number three, am I feeling the resistance through my emotions? 
Emotions are a really powerful indicator for our awareness. Anger, resentment, anxiety. If you're feeling those things, then you might become very aware of what resistance, what part resistance is playing in that. Mm-hmm. And then what if I act as if I choose the situation? What, what would happen for me? How would that change things for me? And then finally, how would this change if I allowed reality to be exactly what it is in this moment and not resist it? Mm. So there's, there's some questions for your awareness. Homework for today. Homework for today. And for today. Ongoing. <laughs> and yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So finally, and you know that I love strategies. You know, I love them. So queen of I, strategies. <laughs> yes, queen of strategies. You know, my kids now call me Quas because of that. Because <laughs> really? you've, named, you've named me queen of strategy. And so now they call me Quas. Wait, why Quas? Queen of strategy. So Q. Quas. Oh, oh, I was thinking A. Quas. Queen of I love it. All right, Quas. Quas, yeah. So some really practical strategies. Take a pause. First one. And I mean, we come back to this every single time, right? Yep. You have to take that pause. When you find yourself engaged in that resistance, view yourself with a lot of compassion and curiosity, but take that pause and figure out what's going on. Second one, self-empowerment coaching system. Come back to that every single time and really focus on your desired outcome. That can be the first thing you focus on. Rather than focusing on the thought that you're having, focus on the outcome first and then work your way backwards in it. It's a cycle, right? Absolutely. Episode seven. Episode seven. Go back to that. Third one, journaling. Start a practice of journaling and just write all of this down. You can look for patterns in your thinking. You can look for patterns in the situations in which you find yourself most ingrained in resistance. And then finally, find yourself a mantra that will help you take that pause. You know, here's. I've got a few that might be helpful, but mantras are very personal. The words matter. So you have to play with words, but you might think about saying, I accept reality as it is, Mm -hmm. or resistance is futile. Throw a little uh, humor (laughs) in there. (laughs) And And then finally, I can only change what I accept. I love that one. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. Again, empowering. And we use that word so often. I wish we had another word for it, but it's, it kind of describes exactly what we're talking about. (laughs) I think it does. And I know that we use it often, but that's, that's kind of the place where we live. So we have to use it. Such important strategies. And you know what, we'll put all of these questions and strategies in the show notes. So if you didn't take notes, you can go back and check them out. Thank you, Stephanie. You're so welcome. So super powerful and useful. All right. And thank you everybody for joining us today. If you haven't shared this podcast with your friends and family, share it. Even you're non-vegan, you know, you might not be vegan. If you're vegan curious, if you're open-minded, that's who we're talking to. So please share until next time. Until next time.